basically pointed out. Nice, he dropped this phone. Okay. Nice. I'm not editing that out, by the way. Um, it's pure. Okay. So. You're listening to the Coffee Talks podcast, where we discuss the coffee, its culture, and the people who enjoy it. This one is going to be a little bit different. The reason is, Domenico, one of our hosts, decided to go on a small road trip to Ottawa for a coffee crawl and decided to bring some friends along. Me and Jason couldn't be there, so it's going to be along with uh, fellow photographers and coffee enthusiasts, and the conversation will likely be as interesting, at least we hope to be. So I hope you enjoy it and get ready to listen. All right. Um, so welcome to Cafe Talks Podcast. This is Domenico. Uh, I'm the only host here today. And here I am interviewing one, two, three, four people all at the same time. Um, little change of scenery. We are in Ottawa at Arlington Five Cafe. I think it's coffee shop. It's, it's definitely called Arlington Five. It's like this small coffee shop in the middle of nowhere in Ottawa. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Good? Oh, yeah. It's, it is good. Yeah. My bad. So here we're just basically on like two tables trying it out. And uh, yeah, so far the reviews are pretty good. Yeah. Um, so today's episode, we're going to talk about travel and photography and also coffee. Since we're outside Montreal, right? Right. Yeah. With yeah. our yeah. cameras. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're essentially trying out coffee places. We're, we're like cafe crawling, photography crawling, and what else? Just a little bit of everything. Going to Popeyes, yeah. Actually, those are main goals. That's our main goal. And then it turned into like it turned into a cafe crawl because of me, you know. Oh, we got check beers. Check beers. Yeah, we went to LC LCBO. Yeah, LCBO. Basically, yeah, we we really got sidetracked here. Yeah, just like our podcast. So. Uh, so yeah, so again, I'm Domenico, and we have Nick, who was interviewed before in our podcast. We also have... Eloise, hi. Hello, I'm Will. Isa. Right, um, and us five, we drove here, and we've all traveled around the world and tried coffees everywhere, essentially. Um, so, out of all the people here, who's been to Austria? I haven't. Yeah, I've been to. I've been quickly. Very okay, quickly. so we've all been to Austria. Czech Republic. Who's been to Czech Republic? Yeah, same. All of us. We've yeah. all been to the Czech Republic. <laughs> Insane. Okay, Italy. Yes. Uh, on a later way. On a later. That that still counts. That does count. Yes, I have. Yes. No, I haven't been. Okay. So now we're doing it now. Okay, Switzerland. Oh damn! Okay, I'm the only uh, one here. Okay. What about Ethiopia? <laughs> um. Germany. Germany. Will is the only one and Nick. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Hasn't been in Germany. Alright. So out of all of these countries that we've basically pointed out. Yeah. Nice, he dropped this phone. Okay. Nice. I'm not editing that out by the way. Um pure. Okay. So best coffee experience in any of your like any, any of the countries that you visited, right? That you just named or in general? Just in general. Like what's the one okay. thing that you, you can trace back and be like, this was the best cafe experience I've ever had in my life. That's true. The best coffee experience. I got a couple. 
Okay, so Will, you start. I'll start. Okay, so well, it's not actually in the countries that you mentioned in Europe. It was in Guatemala this summer. Right. Funny enough, so obviously Guatemala is not known for the best coffee, if you think of it. And But, you know, they do grow it on their land, mainly. And the first coffee experience that I had in Guatemala was we were staying at this random Airbnb. But the Airbnbs over there is not like an Airbnb that you think of Montreal, you know, or something. Right. It's like... Like I left like under like a metal plate, you know, and I was sleeping in a little, someone's shed literally, that's what it was. And it was in this little village that was closed off for like security issues. And then he's like, oh, So you were uh, trapped inside? No, I wasn't like, trapped. Like, <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it was closed off as it's a... It's like there's a fence around the village. Uh, I was like a... Because they would get a lot of like, um, I don't know what's the proper term, but like robberies where there was a lot of like... Okay, it was like a gated... Like, like a gated... Crime. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah, like a gated community-ish. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. it's not like the nice... It's not the community that you expect, like at Ottawa, for example, here in Montreal. It's really like, you know, made out of uh, like group material. Okay. But anyway, so in the morning we wake up, we're like, hey, where can we go for breakfast? Around? And he's like, oh, my, my neighbor cooks, so whatever. We go to his neighbor, we sit in like his kitchen, which was just like four sticks, and it was like, um, um, yeah, it was like four poles, like they put that we sent for. Oh, okay. Pillars? Like, yeah. yeah, pillars, thank you. And then there was, I'm gonna, I forget the term here. Um, roof? Not, not, they ving, how do you say ving? Vines. Uh, vines. 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 Yeah. So there was vines that was a roof with like leaves, you know. And he brings us a coffee that was just grinded from the beans that were just hard, well not just harvest, but roasting, whatever. And it was just straight up black coffee and it was one of my best coffees. Like it was so, like the environment definitely influenced my taste, that's for sure. I feel like anywhere you go, gelato yeah. in Italy is better. Even though technically you still get the same quality in North America, yeah. except just the fact that you're surrounded by Italians and Italy in general. It's in the environment I've yeah. yeah. But overall, it was great. And like, just what I could taste in the coffee and just straight up black coffee was insane. I found all that. Like, definitely, I probably tasted better quality coffee in some other scenario. Right. That was my best coffee tasting, quote unquote. Maybe it was just like the occasion you were exactly. drinking yeah. it. It's not just about the coffee, it's about like the whole. But the coffee itself is very well known, and, and, and I can't tell you the brand or the name or whatever, or the tones that I tasted in it. No, but right. just the experience we're talking about coffee experience that was my best one so well it's probably because the coffee was really fresh it was considering yeah, yeah. that you're in the country that basically produces most of the world's yeah not most but a generally a, a majority part of like Arabica coffee right yeah exactly and, and Guatemalan coffee is probably with the smoothest richest types of coffees that really? you can find okay. yeah so a lot of uh, roasters get Guatemalan or Honduran coffee um just simply because they bounce well in either blends or they're good on their own. Like they're not too acidic. They they have chocolatey caramel notes. So it, yeah, it's slightly fruity, but you know they just they roll off the tongue really well. Yeah. yeah. But what was so cool is that we fresh. actually went to a plantation uh, later oh, in the trip. Like and what was cool is that we were able to you know like take the take the beans that were red like right off the right off the the, 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 the plant. plant. Right. And you know when you when you press it down, you, it pops open, and then you'll have like little seeds inside of it. Right. And we were able to taste that, but then you taste those notes, and you're like, oh damn, that's what I tasted in my coffee. No way. Not, Seriously. Not hundred percent, obviously, because there's so but you much. But trace it back. Yeah. Exactly. There's so much transformation in a coffee bean, right? From this, from the moment it's picked up till until it's your cup. So it does definitely will alter. It sure goes like through a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not someone that has like a developed palate or anything. Like I, I can't give that stuff my compliment. That's that. fine. But you could still taste it by hand. I found that cool. But yeah, that's from my experience in Guatemala. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Nick over here. I, I think you already mentioned it in our podcast that you went to Ethiopia, right? Yeah. For yeah. coffee. I've been to what you could say maybe like two uh, known countries for coffee. One was Ethiopia, and the other one was 
uh, Nicaragua as well. And I mean, both times I just went to, I was like, what can I bring back as a souvenir for my family? And every time I just went to like a grocery store and I just picked like bottom shelf coffee, beans, and my parents, they, they just loved them both times. Like the one I brought back from Nicaragua, they... They were looking online to order it online and really? ship it home. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much you liked it. They At that point, it gets so expensive. Yeah. yeah, and it was cool. But Ethiopia, yeah, um, similar to Will was explaining, is I went to this like local like coffee chain. Surprisingly, you would think they have a lot of like and um, then coffee shops in Ethiopia, which actually no, there's just like a few main like big chains, but their coffee is really, really, really good and. It's not chains that we would recognize. It's like no, no, it's like chains. a local chain. Okay. Yeah, local like you. Yeah, gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. well, at least in the capital of uh, Addis Abeba, and I got got a chance to try it. And over there, it's, it's just what's popular is just like simple like espressos, which were super super good, super super strong as well. But just the fact that like uh, Will was explaining since they're harvested there and within that own country, and you, so it was like really fresh. So the time it was picked from and the time you tasted it. It was, uh, it was a cool experience, yeah. And what about you, Isa? What's my best coffee experience? Right. I mean, like, this is definitely one of the most unexpected. We were talking about Czech Republic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was staying in a host family in, like, a very poor village. I forgot, like, what it was called. There's some complicated Czech name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> but, yeah, we were staying in a very poor village in a choir tour. And um, there's a bunch of other members of this choir staying with other host families. Mm -hmm. And since it was a tiny village, everyone knew each other. We kind of organized to go out to a bar. Was it the one in the mountains? The village? No, no, that was was in um, Slovenia. Oh, okay. Anyway, so then I'm expecting that we're going to go out to drink because everyone's like, we're going to the bar but we get to this bar and it's super run down there's big tables it looks it looks like a disaster and we go and we sit down and everyone starts ordering coffee we're just like what the hell out of all places out of all places everyone's ordering coffee like everyone who was local lived there so instead of going and drinking i was like okay sure i'll order black coffee whatever I had very low expectations since this bar was super run down and it was one of the best black coffees I've ever had. It had like this fruity kind of tasted like orangey, I don't know how to explain it. was a zesty kind of coffee, like like a a lively, yeah. Zesty one and I was super surprised, like you don't expect this thing, I had no idea where it came from either. You just enjoyed it. It was really great, I don't know. I think, I think that's what I like about those like hole-in-the-wall kind of cafes or bars. Yeah. You go there and you're expecting total crap, yeah. total shit, and then you get something that's relatively good. Wow. Out of the three stories we just told, it was all run-down places. <laughs> right? Right? It was all run-down. Yeah. Well, my story was like, it was like a, it was a cool chain. It was like, it was, it was, true, well, yeah, like, true, it was yeah. like in the business district of yeah, the, yeah. the city, and right. it was more like a lot of the expats were in the city. It wasn't that run-down, but so it, was, it wasn't a bit of a run-down <laughs> capital city. It's always like that. It's like yeah. food too. It's like the sketchier the place looks, the better, better it is. Better it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's not always true. But. Not always, but you know what? Yeah. I'd rather go to a place that's like five dollars that looks like trash. That's definitely not Instagrammable. But yeah, the food is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then to spend fifty dollars for the same quality and then oh yeah, the place is nice to have like pictures on your Instagram, but 
they charge for that. They charge for that. But you, you've, you've done your marketing classes, like, the restaurant is a mix of both the product and also the service, Honestly, you know, so, and the experience, you know. What it comes depends. down to is... If you is go to Pure Food, that's for sure, I have the same opinion, but sometimes you want to experience It's kind everything. of like those, like, yeah. breakfast places in Montreal. I don't know if you guys ever been to uh, L'Avenue. Uh, yeah. But you've, like, you either have been to L'Avenue or you've seen it or been in it, right? Now, I've ate there three times, and quite frankly, I think their food is not that great. I think it's overrated. But their washroom has, like, these, I, I don't know what kind of paint it is. They put paint inside of it on a black wall, and they put UV lighting, and it actually lights up the actual bathroom. So people take Instagram pictures in the bathroom, Yeah, it's right? The coolest thing. And that's what makes it so cool. <laughs> it's so, it's, so cool. It's a lot of people. Places market the places by making like really cool bathrooms. We're in a coffee, was it coffee shop? I don't know, in Toronto. And then there's this button that you could press in the in the bathroom and then it shut down all the lights and yeah. the party lights started. No way. <laughs> there was a disco ball. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, it's a really good idea. But like, that's the thing, yeah. Bathrooms are good and you can have clean the places. Like, if the bathroom's clean, you know the place is good. Yeah. Or maybe they just do that to distract you from the fact that the bathrooms are not clean. So, yeah, I can use it in a different uh, way, that's why too. <laughs> but uh, going back to that, you either get those places or you get, like, a place like Cosmos. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Cosmos. I've heard of it, yeah. You've heard of it? Okay. Is so, it... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's a, it's a small, like, Greek breakfast place found in NDG. That has like some sort of like mysterious like story behind it. Oh, okay, um, then that's not the, what I was thinking about. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Sherbrooke. Okay. I've been there before, and it's the greasiest, like dirtiest yeah. breakfast place I've ever been to. It's <laughs> not. It's not. Yeah, the floors are slippery. Did they have like ridiculous prices? <laughs> cheap like, prices. So yeah. cheap, like four bucks, and you get it like the workers like special. You know? Was it like six eggs and the whole pig? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> the whole pig. <laughs> it's just one of those places. But you know what? It's good in its own way. Is it Instagramable? No. And I feel like you need those places. Like, you need those places. They can't all be like Instagram worthy. That would be. Like, but what I'm trying to lead to is you get one or the other. I feel like if you're in the middle ground. You're just never gonna get anywhere with your business because you become like you're not known for one generic. generic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Generic, yeah. You don't exactly. want to be a clean, uninstagrammable place. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like those are becoming more and more generic. Yeah, the, everybody becoming wants the that norm. clean, yeah. simple look, and it just like that's all you see. Like the minimalist yeah. look is really getting like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's why we're getting back to like vintage and cozy yeah, vibes. Exactly. And there's this restaurant in Montreal where they also serve coffee, obviously, and it's, it's they had like a little like all they had was like a basement space of an apartment, right? And especially in the plateau, I forget the name. It's on um, it's on Saint Denis. It's on Saint Denis at the at the corner of Tac Saint Denis and Calvi Saint Denis. Thank you. And what it is is that they have a limited amount of space. So what they did, it's like a really cool vibe. Uh, they, it's no bigger than the space we're in now, which is not that big. And all the walls, it's like a, it's like um, and I'm forgetting my term again. A van, not a van, a camper van kind of thing. Yeah, that's what. It is. So it still like, looks like you're in a camper. It feels like you're in a camper van eating like some cozy food. You know? People like, especially coffee shops also. I think that now instead of going to that minimalist look, that's what I'm starting to see more of the trend. You know, it's more like cozy. Uh, old vintage kind of vibe, you know what I mean? Well, I've been like in Friends, like the TV show. Sure. Yeah, I've been like Friends. Sure, you agree with it, but... Honestly, I would, totally up a, I would totally open up a cafe that looks like that. Yeah. Something for out of the 90s. Yeah, Something yeah. that 10 years ago was, was regarded as ugly and a little bit... That would be uh, amazing. outdated. But nowadays, we're kind of seeking... You know, just like the way we're wearing clothes, like how everything's inspired by the 90s, I feel like... I mean, you see my coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all wearing, like, 
sweaters that kind of look like they were back in the day, kind of walks up in Nickelodeon. Yeah, like all the like Cold Shiplata stuff being back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, corduroids and all that stuff, yeah. Well, it's been a while. I feel like 80s was like really present for a while, and then now it's 90s. Well, is it only going to be trend? Like, probably. Uh, then it, when will it be 2020s? It's going to be the 2000s. Yeah, yeah exactly. Low-rise jeans. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope that never comes yeah. back. And the tramp stamp. <laughs> no. Oh or people with the haircut that's like, uh, can I talk to your manager kind of oh, haircut yeah. coming back? Yeah, that is short, short, well, like, like, yeah. Weird, like, like, uh, I don't know how to explain. Like, the spiky hair. Oh, but, oh the gel. The gel, yeah. Gel, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, but going back to your... The minimalist point of view, like an Instagram, like when you're talking about that, to relate it back to coffee here, the the coffee shop in Montreal that's booming, and I still haven't been, but I feel like I've been, I've seen it, I've tasted their coffee. It's the essence. Uh, essence oh, yeah. I've been there. It's true, we've been yeah. here for the opening day. But yeah, yeah, I went there. I went there three times in the opening day. I kind of abused it because um, <laughs> yeah, it's, was it like? a bit. It was. It was okay, it was every every time yeah. I bring someone there, they're like, it's like going to a prison. I'm like, oh what. Really? Yeah, it's poured concrete. It's poured over. concrete. Like you've seen the pictures. Well, I heard, I heard that they, they made the mold and then just poured concrete in. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. just shaped out whatever. Because they, they kept yeah. this the outside structure, which yeah. was like, uh, you know, like an old, old brick thing building. The old port, right? Yeah, it's the old port. Yeah, yeah. It was old abandoned for a bunch of like for at least half a decade. It was abandoned. Oh. They made the most of it. I mean, yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that's how I know. I haven't been. I haven't put a foot in, but I know what it looks like. I think yeah. it's totally worth it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, I've been. But in that world, in that world, to get back to your point that you're bringing up, is um, is the the Instagrammable aesthetic of this restaurant or of this coffee shop yeah. living up to how good the coffee is over there? I think. Is it equal? I, is it balanced? How's the coffee over there? That should be my question. The I think they actually get a. At one point, they did have coffee from Little Victories from Ottawa, believe it or not. It's a, it's a couple of blocks from here. Really? Um, we should totally <laughs> check it out. Uh, <laughs> part yeah. two. Pause it here. Let's pause it here. Let's go. Um, and last time I spoke to the manager there, he was telling how he Did you ask to speak to the manager with that haircut? Like, that's no, I was actually... I was actually he doesn't have the haircut for it. No. I was just sitting right beside him and then I ended up talking to him and then at the time I was doing an internship with Third Wave yeah. and my manager of the Third Wave app started talking to him also and he started asking him, oh, where do you get your coffee? And he started explaining how he got his coffee from Little Victories in Ottawa, but he was considering a switch in it to like some sort of generic barista brand, Really? which I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been, I haven't had their coffee since then. If they did. It's been months ago. I've only brought people there. That was like in May. That was in May, and yeah. every time I brought people there, they would be like, mm, "I don't like the, I don't like the aesthetics. I feel like I'm in jail." And then we'd be like, "Okay, so let's go to Crew Cafe or something, somewhere that's more warm, or more like walking." Really? Yeah. yeah, it's just people are turned off by it. Um, but I it like. Depends what you're expecting. Also, that's the thing because people put expectations yeah. on places. Like, if I see a minimalistic place. I want to place. A, I think there's a limit to minimalist. Like that, that thing is. That's like, like pure. <laughs> pure yeah. Yeah. I find yeah. that cool though. I find it a little bit pushing I, the boundaries. Yeah. I'm like, like, if I were to go in a coffee shop that was like concrete and one bench, I'd be like, yeah, this is cool. It is yeah. cool. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's why they try to take the attention away from like all the decor and everything, and maybe like focus it on all just the coffee. Just the coffee. But, but like, it's it makes an impact. Like, it, it's more like 
people when you come in, it's an impact. Like you see, oh, it's different, and you're more focused on what you see than sometimes than what okay, you taste. Yeah, it depends true. on who you are, but you're, right, yeah. you're seeing it as well. I'm focusing on, on the environment or on the space there itself because of the aesthetic and how different it is. Yeah. As to you, Nate, you're saying, hey, there's no distractions. Let me just think about my coffee. That's it. exactly. Yeah. But that this is why they should never cut on the quality of their coffee. No. Yeah. Because it's all minimalistic. Because there's not a lot of distractions. Now you people are going to be focusing to be on the coffee. Simple and amazing. Exactly. Like <laughs> so what's the reason that you wanted to cut down or go to a generic brand? Honestly, because of costs. Oh, okay. I think. Is this something you that has more experience, obviously, in this coffee industry? Is that something you're seeing, like it's, anything else? It's just because like the managers of that place, of the cafe that's on top of Essence. Yeah. Uh, they run a bunch of restaurants in Griffin Town. I don't know. I forgot the name of the restaurants, but they're very well known. They're very expensive. I think grinder and ghost something. Okay, I, don't, I haven't. I don't know. I don't remember the full name. Uh, long story short, their experiences in the restaurant industry, not in coffee, right? So in their mind, sometimes they think that oh, if I cut on because there is food being served at Essence, like they have a beef tartare, it's pretty damn fucking good. Yeah. Better than another place I've been. Like it has. Well, I've had it twice, and I, yeah, I relatively. Well, yeah, like fourteen we, bucks. Like. We buy me that day, like the opening day. Like we found out as we were paying that it was free. It was free that day, and I yeah. felt so bad because I got it. I yeah. was expecting to pay it, and I like, got it for free. And exactly. I actually felt bad because I was like, you know, it's tartare. Yeah, I'm not like, supposed to get it for free. Yeah, now. exactly. But, uh, but it's yeah. pretty damn good beef tartare. But yeah, that being said, I think they felt like the coffee doesn't really need much focus, but. That so could this be is the coffee shop that's giving you tartar. Yeah. yeah. So here it is. That's one thing that sometimes is like, kind of, it's kind of blending into something else. So like, I kind of lose track that it's a coffee place. Like if I go to a coffee place and there's like an extensive menu, I was like, oh, I might expect it to like order more than coffee here yeah. since there's like also tartar on the menu and everything. Like it happens. Yeah. I don't know. That's putting a fact in here for you. Yeah, we got we got way off topic. Oh, well, it's true, eh? We're supposed to talk about something else. we're still missing uh, Elu over here. What's your favorite coffee experience from traveling? Traveling, like probably this summer, because I haven't traveled much by myself. Like my family, and my family's not that much into coffee. They're right. too like. So, yeah, what are they into? Like uh, when they travel. Sorry? What are you more into when they? My family. Yeah. Any kind of like food, I don't know, but not coffee. Cheesy family places. Yeah, I mean, I have two little brothers that don't drink coffee. My first just like for them and just like, to pick them up. It's not something that's for them. It's just like fuel. Artistics. Yeah, yeah it's just, just fuel. fuel. Yeah. Are you guys the type of family that goes to New York State and then orders at Olive Garden because it's quote Italian food? No, no, no. no, no. Okay, okay. Like, no Thank no. God. Good. Like, my parents <laughs> just hate those like except for like. The ones like we know from our childhood, like except for like two specific ones, like we don't do like change or stuff. We just try to find new places all the time, right. and just you know, just feel doing what we feel like having. Okay. But yeah, so this summer we went on a trip um, to like Czech Republic and um, Slovakia and other countries, and yeah, so we took some time to like explore. We didn't have much, um, like we didn't have anything planned really for our trip. Which is like when we, what we thought would be cool to do. So we spent a lot of time exploring cities and just like crashing in those coffee shops when we like just fell like upon them. We didn't really do research or anything. We just really fell upon them and it's just like with the vibe that we had at that specific moment and it just makes the whole coffee better even if it's not that. Yeah, experience goes hand in hand. Yeah, with the exactly. I think yeah. that's the moments like if you had like um, coffee tonic or however it's called. 
It's just like yeah. a bit different and like it's so cheap and just like not what you expect it to be. It's coffee really tonic. Yeah, the portion yeah, like, and the portion was yeah. huge. Yeah. It's really good. It's yeah. it's it's uh, someone told me it's similar to nitro cold brew. Yeah. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> okay, so it's nitrogen and okay, do you know what cold brew is? Yeah. Okay. So they decided to get a more complicated yeah. infuse nitrogen into the yeah. coffee. So you you've had Guinness before, right? Right. The beer. What? Guinness. Guinness. The beer. Yeah, yeah. You know how the texture is. Yeah. Same texture, but coffee. 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 Yeah. yeah. Really. Cold although yeah. although the thing with nitro cold brew is that, like, uh, I was talking to my man, uh, like the the boss, like at Milk, and I, I he was uh, he was like maybe flirting with the idea of having nitro cold brew, but it, a costs a lot of money to produce, and b, he's like. Let's be honest. When was the last time you had good nitro cobra? Let's face it. It's it's cool for two sips. Yeah. And then it fizz, it fizzles up. Like it's it's. And so apparently, coffee tonic is probably like the next alternative that's better and also cheaper to make, right? Because you're just. Is this more? I feel like this is more fun a bit than in like cold coffee, like iced coffee or anything. Yeah. Because like, honestly, it's just like, like, like bubbly and it's like. Yeah. During the summer, it was raining outside. You just like you drink this and it's like suddenly all that happier and just. I remember, like, I tried it, oh, and I it was... fun with my coffee. Exactly, it's fun, and that was, like, instant refreshment. Like, if you had the right. tonic, oh, yeah. you had the coffee, you had the ice, yeah, you had sure the you have all the sparks in Yeah. That's the thing, especially when you go to Italy, you always get your espresso with a glass of oh, carbonated yeah, I water. I had yeah. that in Argentina, too. That yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. You know why you get carbonated water? It's because carbonated water actually basically resets your, yeah, your uh, palate. Your, your palate. Yeah. Right? So for every sip, it's like getting a new sip of espresso yeah, yeah, yeah. as you go. It's just, it, it goes hand in hand when you go to like, you know, France and Italy. It's not and a bad idea. Places. So why and not put both together? Yeah. Well, it's they have a good, they have a big European influence. Why did you come? Here then, like, why don't we? We catch on. Because no, us North Americans like to uh, go our different paths. <laughs> you know what's really fun is that in Montreal we have this issue of finding authentic European cafes, right? So when you think of authentic Italian, you think of Cafe Olimpico. Do they do the sparkling water thing there? Uh, if you ask for it, but yeah. usually they don't because no one really Cafe Italia, right? There's Cafe San Simeone, right? How do you pronounce it? Cafe San Simeone. I'll even try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you go to Italy, there's you're trying to look for a North American coffee shop, like a third wave coffee shop, and there's not a lot. You can literally count them with the fingers on your hand, right? Really? There's no way to find out. I feel like if you don't live there, like how how do you know? <laughs> Deep research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also like I I interacted with a bunch. I went on Reddit actually in Rome, the Roman Reddit, and I asked like. Uh, Roman yeah. Reddit was it like sculpted in marble and everything? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like, like no chisel, like yeah. chisel, right? You know, you don't like your comment, like they just like chisel away the like oh, that you God. have. No. Um, <laughs> that was a bad joke. That was a terrible joke. I, I'm gonna we're gonna edit that. Um, so essentially, I asked like, hey, where can I get some local like light roast? third wave kind of coffee shop and people recommended me a few shops in uh, Italy. I also did the same thing in the Czech Republic and I also did the same thing in Vienna and Munich and with your like 12 euro coffee? Yeah, oh my god. God. Yeah, so uh, one coffee shop that I went to in Rome was, uh, oh my god I forgot the name, Tazzadoro? No, it was not that one. It was Cafe Greco. So basically it's it was opened in 1796. 1797. Yeah, I believe so. I have to check it out. Um, so essentially, this coffee shop uh, serves 
all the walls are encrusted in gold and what? Yeah, it was one of those places where the waiters were wearing penguin tuxedos. You know the flaps at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you sit down, you're just chilling, and everything's everything's really nice. The paintings on the walls are probably art gallery quality. It's something oh, yeah. you would see at the Musée des Beaux Arts, like you know. And anyway, so I'm sitting down, and I check the menu, and like. Uh, Cafe Campana, which is basically espresso with a little bit of whipped cream on the top. Nine euros. Fourteen dollars Canadian about, right? Um, and you know what? It was actually not that bad. Oh, actually, uh, I just checked that up. It was open since 1760. Oh, God. Right close to the Spanish Steps in Rome. 1760. That's before the Canadian Federation ever existed. Yeah, That's exactly. before like the United States declared like independence. It's insane, right? That's what I like about like Europe is that you can find both extremities. So the coffee was pretty good, by the way. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, hope, so. I hope fourteen fucking. Dollars. I hope you savored it, like I did. Sip by sip, I you know? sat down. I enjoyed the. I enjoyed like the classical music being played. Inside. But see, it was it was experience. It was an experience, know, like, and actually, the cafe had a VIP section. I'm not even kidding. Oh wow! How much they pay for their coffee? Like, I don't know how much they pay for the coffee. There's probably like a, a you know, like, yeah, like, a, like anyways. Two thousand dollars sitting Best third wave coffee shop I've ever tried in Europe was in uh, Munich, Germany. It was coffee. I uh, know, man versus machine. It was called. And nice percent, concept, yeah, right? Yeah. You, just go, you go in, the logo is a crocodile. Why not? <laughs> no idea. Why the fuck not? It's hipster, it's cool, it's, it's trendy. And they have machine animals. Yeah, exactly. Like, for some reason. And there's a little mini roaster in the back. And everything was. The space that we're at is relatively large to what they had. It was probably a quarter of this. Of this with the roaster in the back, not including in a retail space. And I had an espresso, and I bought myself a pack to bring back home. And the coffee was relatively good. It was a light roast espresso, which you're not used to in Germany. Um, German coffee can sort of be related to Viennese coffee or any Italian espresso. And it was kind of nice. I I can't really go back to what the tasting notes were. I think it was black cherry and chocolate. And it was a coffee from Guatemala. Right now? And... It, it went down pretty smooth. It was nice because we were actually heading to Schwango that day uh, to take pictures of the Neuschwanstein Castle. I don't know how to say it in German. Okay. Anyways, it's a beautiful fairy tale castle. Disneyland is modeled after, after like after really? it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's up there in the hills. It's like a two-hour drive from there. One hour if you do the German uh, autobahn. Yeah. Yeah. Autobahn. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was it was nice. It actually. It basically summed up, like summed up the day before the day even happened, which would be a cup of coffee. A nice cup of coffee. This is relatively nice. Um, yeah, so we're thirty minutes in. We said that we take twenty minutes, but it took thirty minutes like always. Um, so this is Domenico. I'm Nick. Ellie. And uh, this is Cafe Talks Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. Uh, I think we don't have Facebook. Don't even Facebook. Don't even Facebook. Don't even Facebook. Elon Musk said you buy you buy Facebook just to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Um, so yeah. Uh, thanks uh, for listening in. Uh, see you next week. Cheers. Bye.